Welcome to this week's edition of the St. Paul Podcast. I'm Peter Marty, Senior Pastor of St. Paul Lutheran Church, located in the heart of Davenport, Iowa. Right here each week, you can hear a message to inspire your walk with God and hear beautiful music to fill your life. Let this podcast be your occasion to contemplate some of the deepest things in life, just as I hope it helps faith come alive for you. I'm Pastor Sarah Olson-Smith, and it's such a gift to be with you today. Here in the Quad Cities, it's back to school time. And whether or not we're enrolled in school, something about fall feels like an opportunity to set new patterns or get back into routines as the summer ends. It's one of those threshold moments in our lives between one thing and another. Time to think about how we can live with renewed intention and faithfulness. In today's scripture reading from the book of Joshua, God's people were also at a threshold moment, about to settle into the promised land. As you hear those words in a minute, you'll hear Joshua tell his community to decide how they are going to live, to choose how they will embody their trust in God. Hear those words as an invitation to your own intentional faithfulness. And listen also to the people tell of the power and the faithfulness of God. Here are those words from the 24th chapter of Joshua. Then Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel, and they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Now revere the Lord, 
and serve God in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods that your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt, and serve the Lord. Now if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods of your ancestors served in the region beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are now living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. For it is the Lord our God who brought us and our ancestors up from the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, and who did those great signs in our sight. God protected us along all the way we went, among all the peoples through whom we passed. And the Lord drove out before us all the peoples, the Amorites who lived in the land. Therefore, we will also serve the Lord, for the Lord is our God. Grace to you and peace from Christ Jesus, who is our Lord and our Savior. I've been thinking this weekend about teachers. After taking our kids to their unpack their backpack night last week at Garfield Elementary School, just here in Davenport, an amazing neighborhood school, meeting these two new teachers who had shaped the life of my kids, I kept thinking about teachers I have loved over the years. I've had great ones from the time I was little all the way through adulthood. And one teacher I was thinking about this weekend was one of my acting professors, when I was in college, Tarm Darnell. He had this integrity and kindness and humor. His approach to teaching acting, to being an actor, was deeply grounded in being embodied and using our bodies with intention and care. We learned this whole Tai Chi and thought of yoga and all these body things about how we moved and why and where. He would say that acting is not just about memorizing the right lines, saying the right things, getting from one place to another, but it's about being intentional about how we move. Choose to work, choose, make a choice, he'd say, walk slow or fast, be hunched or stand up straight. But we'd move through our scripts and for every line we'd choose, how are we going to move? Why it mattered? Make a choice, he'd say, and move with it. This clarity of purpose would make it possible for us to step into this character, to show up for our fellow actors in a scene. It's how we made our characters come alive. And this thinking isn't just for the stage, but for real life too. When we make our way through our lives moving with intention, we can make choices and move with them. And in this, this is how we come alive with meaning and purpose, and joy. I think, in some ways, that Joshua, from that reading we heard from Pastor Marty a minute ago, would have liked Tom, my acting professor, because in lots of ways, Joshua is saying much the same sorts of things to the people of Israel. Joshua was Moses' right-hand man, and after Moses died, Joshua kind of took over the leadership of God's people. And the speech we just heard from Joshua is at the very end of his life and at the very end of this long journey of God's people out of slavery. These words came at a sort of important moment for those people. 
It was long after God rescued the people from slavery in Egypt, after they had wandered through the desert for so long, eating manna, after they had battle after battle to claim this land they believe God promised them, and after Joshua dispersed that land so everybody had their own sort of plot. As they are settling into this promised land, living into this future that God had promised them, Joshua speaks these words to them. It's sort of like a ribbon-cutting ceremony at a housing complex or kind of like the words we say as we bless a house when someone moves into it. And Joshua says, okay, now that we are here, now that God has done all of this for us, now that we have received what we have been promised, how are we going to live? Choose today. It's either those gods beyond the river or the God who rescued you, protected you, saved you. And the people that day made this choice. They remembered all that God had done, remembered all of God's faithfulness to them, and they said, we will serve the Lord. I sometimes hear those words and it makes me think of a parent during those summer months and kids going in and out and in and out and in and out, the screen door slamming and parents saying, in or out, just make a choice. Go inside or go outside, but just pick something and stick with it. Maybe too you think of like making this choice and we often think that it's like we set this like automatic payment up, you know, you've set it and then you forget about it and it's taken care of. But that's not the kind of thinking or the way Joshua is talking about choosing to follow that day. His speech is less about kind of a decision once and done, but more about a choice, like my professor Tom talked about, about choosing with intention how we are going to live, how we are going to move. Joshua doesn't just say, are you in or are you out, yes or no. Instead, he says, who will you serve? A servant is not just a list of to-dos, not a set of commands, but a servant is someone who brings about the vision, the hopes of the ones they serve. For someone who serves in the army, they serve this greater cause than themselves. They commit to not just following the orders of their commanders, but to protect and care for their nation. When someone chooses to become a public servant, they serve the ones who elected them, the Constitution, the public good. When we serve something or someone, it's more than just a list of tasks. It's about putting that person, that responsibility, that vision ahead of our own, ahead of ourselves, making that bigger purpose our own. When we serve, we become a part of something bigger than ourselves, align ourselves with a greater vision, kind of hop on a train that's not driven by us, but something we believe in. And so when Joshua says to those people that day, he says, choose today who you will serve. He's not asking them to kind of check a few boxes of following Jesus, but instead he's asking them what's going to guide their choices Who or what do you worship? What is important to you? What's going to be your kind of north star, your guiding principles? How are you going to move? 
Serving is about the object, the focus, the purpose of our lives. Or as an actor might say, what's your intention? What choices are shaping your character? Without intention, we kind of just mindlessly say our lines, go through the motions, and then maybe without even realizing it, we start serving all kinds of other things in our lives, putting ourselves at the center, simply living reactively to what other people demand or expect of us, or the things everybody else seems to be doing or worrying about, or the things that are easiest or most profitable or most comfortable. Without setting intention, making choices, we get caught in the rushing current of a river that we never intended to fall into. So in some ways, it's sort of fun that we got this reading. We've received this reading as we start another school year. And I know many of us don't actually anymore follow an academic calendar, but there's something about this season that feels like a new beginning. Maybe it's just because there's blank notebooks for sale or we still have our own inner children in us that get re-engaged and thinking about life in new ways in the fall. But it's a good opportunity for us to step back and take a moment and say, who are we going to be this fall? What are we going to choose to serve? What will be our priorities? How can we make God's vision of love for us and this world a part of our lives? You can look at your calendar and your life and your days and see how those choices align with those things that matter to you. I don't know what it will be for you, but it seems a good time to stop and think and talk with your family or partner or just your own heart about those intentions. If not, suddenly it'll be December and you'll realize that life totally got out of hand and you haven't been living the way you longed to. Choose today who you will serve. I remember a friend of mine getting married 20 years ago and the pastor who married them said at their wedding homily that when you're married, you don't just make a vow one day. You say those vows one day and then you live them every single day that follows. He said, you choose each other every single day. You wake up and you choose that other person. It takes that decision every day to choose to turn to each other and not all those millions of other things that seduce us from one another. And this is true for our lives of faith too. When Joshua said, choose today who you will serve, it's not just choose today and then it's done. It's about choosing today and tomorrow and the next day, again and again, who we're serving. The reality is that life throws at us all kinds of things, absolute joy and total heartbreak. There's so much unknown, so much we worry about these days. But in the midst of all of that, we can say, hey, like Joshua did, as for me and my house, we are going to choose to serve the Lord. Here is one thing I can take care of, make sense of, set forward into motion the way I long to. Today I can say, today I choose to serve God, to love God, to love my neighbor. And so today and tomorrow, I pray that you choose to serve God. 
And the thing is, when we decide to pull ourselves out of the middle of our lives, when we live with generosity and humility, when we give ourselves away and care for our neighbors, let go of our pride and control, choose to serve God, there's a whole lot of joy that can be found, a whole lot of connection, a whole lot of freedom. After all, this God we serve is the God who brought the Israelites out of slavery. We serve God who came into this world out of love and died on the cross so that all of us might have life and have it abundantly. This is the vision, the way, that can be our North Star that guides our life. And the thing is, we can do this. We can choose God over and over again because we know that God has already chosen us. Even when we fail, when we go in all the wrong directions, when we get lost and confused and afraid and choose all the wrong things, over and over again we can turn back to God because we have this God who turns to us over and over again, choosing us, choosing to forgive us, to love us, to save us. So today, and tomorrow, and the next day, let's choose to serve God, who has already chosen us. Amen.
Now we turn to God in prayer, saying those words Jesus taught us in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May you know the full blessing of our God, who has already chosen you. May God bless you with courage, compassion, and confidence to choose to serve God today, tomorrow, and each day forward. Amen. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast, and thanks for your support of the ministries of St. Paul Lutheran Church. Our commitment to projects that lend hope to other people stretches across the country and around the world. We hope that in a good way you feel a part of that reach. Tune in next Thursday for another edition of the St. Paul Podcast.